Hey friends, this is Joe Barlow, and welcome to my podcast. I'm glad you joined me. On this podcast, my goal is that you would draw closer to the Father God, that you would know Jesus Christ, and that you would experience the power of the Holy Spirit here in this earth. God bless. Today we want to talk about um, a woman's place. <laughs> you know, when Nancy and I raised our kids, uh, well, we're still raising our kids because our youngest is 13, but um, Nancy and I, as we were raising our older kids, we were, you know, involved in homeschooling and we also put our kids in private schools once in a while. Um, it was really uh, quite a blessing. There was a lot of blessings coming from that uh, community that we were part of and uh, we were very invested in. Um, at one point along the way, while we were, good morning everybody, so good to see everybody on here. And uh, if you're listening uh, on YouTube or uh, on the podcast, uh, we're excited about that as well. And thank you for joining us. Um, but uh, there was a lot of good things going on there, but there was, a, there was also a lot of what I would call legalism and um you know legalism is trying to do something trying we're trying to please god out of our own works instead of just receiving the righteousness that comes from jesus christ and th that always caused a stir and, a, and difficulty in raising our children and it turns out raising your kids under legalism is a very bad idea uh it, it causes children to not own uh their faith or your faith, let's say. And so one of the things that came across was even we heard these teachings that, you know, a woman is supposed to be in the home, you know, raising kids, having babies, raising kids, cleaning the house and all that. And just, you know, and they would take these particular scriptures and say, see, a woman's place is in the home. You have to, you know, all this. And it always sat wrong with me, but I couldn't argue with the scripture. Until one day when I was, um, I was homeschooling for a period of time and Nancy went to work uh, when our oldest daughter, Sarah, was a teenager. And I thought, well, I'm going to take her through uh, Proverbs 31 and uh, we're just going to work through this passage on the uh, wife of noble character. And so as we were working through this, um, it became abundantly clear to Sarah that God was inviting her into the workplace into uh, commerce. God was inviting her into a place where, uh, you know, she could fully uh, show forth her giftedness. So let's take a few minutes today, if you don't mind. Uh, I think it's real important to have our mindsets clear that, that um, God isn't saying, no, the woman is only supposed to be in the home. The scripture, if you take the whole counsel of the scripture, God doesn't say that, okay? So let's go back and take um, this, this passage for today. Just let's talk about Proverbs 31. <clears throat> and if we go to verse 10, it says, A wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. Okay. One day I did an email and I, I said, well, how much does a ruby cost? And I found out how much the most expensive ruby ever cost. And then I divided that cost by how many carats were in that ruby. And then how many carats are in a pound? And then, what's the average weight of a of a woman? 
and I put in 120 pounds, if that's okay with you. I'm sure that's okay with you. Um, and it came out to like in the billions of dollars. So a wife of noble character who can find, if you just do the calculations, she's worth far more than rubies. It was pretty funny. But uh, uh, anyway, her husband has full confidence in her and he lacks nothing of value, okay? So if you're in partnership with your husband, women, if you're, you're partnering with your husband, uh, both of you should be reaping amazing rewards from being married to your, to your spouse. And uh, here it says her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. I love that, that scripture. Now it gets into some more detail. It says, she selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. So at the time I had Sarah look that up. What are they doing there? And, um, you know, of course, it's different types of threads and yarns that you can, you can uh, weave. And she is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. Uh, she gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her servant girls or her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Now, when I started getting into this type of passage right here, she considers a field and buys it, and out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. Sarah, I mean, the light just went on for her. Wait a second. This is not a barefoot and pregnant woman. This is a businesswoman. This is someone who's out there doing it, and uh, doing it profitably. So let me just say, in case you've had a paradigm uh, of a woman being uh, only in the home, uh, scripture breaks that paradigm for you. And so we need to submit ourselves to the whole counsel of the word of God. I hope this is helping you. So she considers a field and buys it, and out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. Uh, she sets about her work vigorously, and her arms are strong for her tasks. Now, uh, i got to tell you that after, so my wife Nancy, we, we gave birth at home. We had our all home births, and um, Nancy did all of them without medication, which is pretty phenomenal. And on our fourth child, we had a doctor uh, was, usually we would have a midwife, but on our fourth child, Mark, we had a doctor uh, delivering him. And I still remember, um, now this doctor, by this time, had already delivered 3,000 babies, okay? And so I remember him walking out <laughs> to the living room, and uh, he and I were talking together for just a moment, and he said, shaking his head, he said, she is a strong woman. I mean, he was like dumbfounded, like how strong Nancy was. Um, and I will tell you, uh, you know how there's, there's things going on, you know, like they usually try to separate men from women in sports, which is a good thing, I think. And uh, boy, I tell you, when it comes to though, getting things done and um, you know, it seems like men have an unfair advantage in many sports, right? Well, I would say women, from my perspective, it seems like women have an unfair advantage in getting a lot of things done. And um, it, it, just their uh, abilities are, from a man's point of view, 
and I'm not trying to be sexist, but we're talking about the variance between sexes here, right? So, uh, but from a man's point of view, it seems like she has an unfair advantage uh, in her ability to accomplish, uh, which actually I think is a wonderful thing, a God-given awesome thing. Um, she sets about, verse 17, she sets about her work vigorously and her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable. See, here you go. She's, she's keeping track of her P&L and uh, profit and loss. Uh, she's keeping track of her, her uh, balance sheet and her uh, income statement and all that kind of stuff. She's seeing that what she's doing, her businesses, and I'm going to say businesses because this passage speaks of more than one business. Okay, She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. She's doing her books. She's working. She's making things happen. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. Now, this woman, according to this, she's weaving her, or she's uh, creating her own yarn and uh, string and all that type of thing. And then she's uh, weaving it. Um, let me see. Grasps the spindle with her fingers. Now, already you've seen that she's into real estate, right? Um, right back here it says she considers a field and buys it and out of her earnings she plants a vineyard so she's a landowner she also is a uh a, the owner of a, a vineyard she sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night in her hands she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers now look at this she's also very generous she opens her arms to the poor well the woman's making a lot of money. Amen, women? Hey, friends, let me just interject here. If you are interested in more materials that I would have to offer, I have music, I have online classes, I have writings, I have books, and I have an online daily show on Facebook. You can learn about all of that if you just go over to josephbarlow.com. Let's get back to the message. The woman's making a lot of money. Amen, women? She's making a lot of money. And she extends her hands to the needy. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. I love this stuff. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. Okay? So she's keeping her household warm. In the New Testament, I have no problem taking this verse to infer that the uh, that the blood of Jesus, which is you know the scarlet, uh, the blood of Jesus is what's protecting our household, and that's how I sleep easy at night. Is because uh, I know that my family is protected and kept safe because we're under the new covenant, and I love that. Okay, she makes coverings for her bed, and she is clothed in fine linen and purple. Okay. Um, her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. And I must say that this, out of all these verses, even though all those verses were highly motivating, this particular verse motivated Sarah more than any. She loved this verse. Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. You know, um, you know, in the book of Song of Solomon, which is the you know, great love story, um, the very first, you know, right at the beginning, 
the thing that attracts the woman more than the man's looks is his name. Okay? You know, the scripture says in the Song of Solomon, his name is as ointment poured forth. So his name is so good. So it's a man of integrity, a godly man, a respected man, a man full of wisdom. So when it says his name is as ointment for, poured forth, uh, it's highly desirable uh, to a woman for uh, there to be um, a good name. All right. Uh, let me let me go back. Let's see. She's uh, her husband. There it is. Her husband is respected at the city gate. There it is, where he takes a seat among the elders of the land. She she now watch this. She makes linen garments. Okay, wait a second. This woman is a real estate owner. She's a vineyard owner. And she's, now she's got, she's making her own yarn. Now she's weaving this. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. So she's got another side gig going here. Okay. She is clothed with strength and dignity. And she can laugh at the days to come. Well, I'll tell you this. If you've got a full bank account, you can laugh at the days to come. Guaranteed. She speaks with wisdom, and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Okay? She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. This lady is not a slouch. She, go, she is going after it. She has purpose. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also. And he praises her. I love this. He says, many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Okay. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Now, I love this, uh, this whole passage. As a matter of fact, uh, I've, I've taught this before at like, um, you know, like on Mother's Day and that type of thing at church. And I think the, the people were surprised to, to hear me say that, especially the ladies, I think, were surprised to hear me say that Proverbs 31, just like the list of the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, is not a list. It's not a to-do list for the woman. And in Proverbs 31, it's not a to-do list. It's who you are. It's who you already are. So if we take this uh, and say, this is God's character and nature on the inside of me, like Galatians 5, 22 and 23, you don't need to ask God for more patience. You already have it. Because if the Holy Spirit's living in you, you've got all the patience you need. You just haven't agreed with it yet. So in the same way, please understand that this list in Proverbs 31, all the different things that this woman does, these are not things for you to try to attain to. These are things, uh, ladies, of who you already have the capacity to be. So go ahead and, and allow God's Spirit to rise up in you. Be industrious. I will say, uh, we always tried to let our older kids, you know, we had our older kids start businesses when they were teenagers. So. Sarah started her photography business when she was 16. And um, before she left the home, she was shooting weddings for, I think her highest price was $7,000 for a wedding. It was high-end stuff. And uh, that's not bad when you don't have any expenses, you know, and you're living at the parents' house, you know. 
But Natalie started her business when she was probably 14. Uh, Andrew started his, Andrew saw that Sarah at 16 was starting her business, so he's like, well, I'm going to start mine. So he started Barlow Computers, or Techies, I think is what he ended up naming it. Uh, business just to go help people, you know, set up computer systems in their homes and fix computer problems. Man, when I was running the school of ministry for Bill Winston, my son Andrew came in and installed an entire uh, uh, student um, management system. And he, wrote, he installed it and, and rolled it out to all the students in the school. And it was phenomenal what he did. Olivia, or Natalie had her own uh, color correction business. She had it so that all through her high school years, uh, photographers all over the country were sending her like the hard drives from the weddings that they shot. And then Natalie would cull through all, the, all these pictures and she would pull out all of the, um, the best pictures for the wedding, make sure that everything was necessary was in there. And then she would color correct everything, make it look beautiful. Then she would upload it to the, to the, the uh, uh, online service where they needed to put it. And uh, Natalie, during high school, was making $45 an hour whenever she wanted to, okay? That's not a bad gig for a high school kid, okay? Uh, the, the capacity in people, if we will turn them loose into this stuff, and, and women should never take a... Uh, some of these imposed things that women can't do these things. Women, no, 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 no. Women are amazing. And if you turn them loose and let them work, let them do the things that are in their hearts, we will be enormously blessed. Please, please, please. Ladies, go do what you have in your heart to do. Uh, seek God. God will show you and God will prosper the work of your hands. It was such an amazing thing to, to see my kids as we encouraged them in these areas. It was such an amazing thing to see them uh, just really flourish. My goodness, have I gone 18 minutes? I sure love the Lord and I sure love to share with you. So I'm going long here, I apologize. But uh, I, I just really, I'm full of this today. And I really believe that, that uh, you need to take the limits off yourself. You need to take the limits off and say, I can do this. Go through this Proverbs 31 thing and see, wait a second, if she can do that, I can do that. I have capacities in me that, man, I, I just, for myself, I think, man, with all the different things God had me do, there's so much you could do and so much blessing we could bring into this earth. Let's go. Let's do it, man. I, I'm Anyway, listen, once again, friends, if you've gotten anything out of these messages in the morning, please leave us some comments and uh, let us know your, how we're helping you. All right, uh, let me pray for you before we go. Uh, Heavenly Father, we love you with all our heart. I just thank you for all my friends who are watching and listening today. Lord, I ask you to minister to their hearts right now. Let them sense your presence as they're listening. Let them sense your presence and know that you are with them and that your affirmation is on them and your encouragement and your strength. Lord, bless them now in Jesus' name. Well, friends, I hope you enjoyed that message. I've been praying for you, and I'm going to keep praying for you, because I really believe that the truths that I shared today have to get really deep in your heart. And if you need more information, or if there's any way I can help, please reach out to us at www.josephbarlow.com. 